0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is time for Tick Tack Titans. Today in our first segment, we are going to jump into the film room, break down some X's and O's, and talk about edge rusher Derek Roberson. Undrafted free agent out of Sam Houston State. The Titans need as much help as possible getting pressure on the quarterback as that is one of their clear weaknesses on defense. And with some of the best offenses in the NFL and some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL on the schedule ahead, if they were to make the playoffs, that has to be a focus for For the team. As always, I will be posting the visuals to go along with my audio breakdowns on my Twitter account. At Tic Tac Titans, please follow me there as well. After our film breakdown, we will jump into my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Preview and keeping it plus 100 in our second segment, so we make sure to get our fantasy and gambling conversation in this week. As a reminder, on Friday, we will have a jam-packed show that will include our game preview and keys to the game. We will have two segments of our conversation with Cody and John from the Locked On Texans podcast for our our crossover episode, and we will round out the show talking about all the different playoff possibilities and reminding you guys where our rooting interest should be this weekend other than just the Titans over the Texans. So a lot of good content still coming for you guys this week. We're going to jump into our film breakdown now. Let's get it. your Tennessee Titans lead story. Let's jump into the film room, Break down some X's and O's for this week's Tic Tac Titans and talk about undrafted free agent rookie edge rusher Derek Roberson. Let's check out two plays of how he made an impact against the Saints. Our first play has the Saints' offense in a third and 18 situation in the first quarter against the Titans' defense. They come out in 11 personnel with three wide receivers. Let's focus on Titans' rookie undrafted free agent edge rusher Derek Roberson in his second career appearance, coming off a productive senior year at San. Houston State with 15 sacks. Before we can we need to understand what the Titans defense is doing pre-snap. They come out in a 50 front which means they have all five offensive linemen covered so the Saints don't know which direction to slide their protection. Now let's take a look at the back end. The Titans come out in a single high safety look with rookie safety Amani Hooker deep. That would tell Drew Brees that it's going to be a cover one man or cover three coverage after the snap. What comes next is what the Titans defense does so well. You'll see as the snap process begins, safety Imani Hooker, who was single high at first, starts to roll to his right as cornerback Logan Ryan starts to fade backwards to create a too-high safety look on the line of scrimmage. Outside linebackers... Harold Landry and Jayon Brown will start to fall back from the line of scrimmage to take the hook zones inside with assistance from safety Kenny Vaccaro as well. Now the Titans are in a cover two look post-snap. Now... Back to Roberson. Let's go to the end zone view. You have Derek Roberson matched up against an all-pro tackle. Ryan Ramchek made second-team all-pro at right tackle last season, so this is no easy matchup, but look what Roberson does here. He combines a ton of different tools for an edge rusher. First, he bursts off the line, and what you'll see is Ramcheck tries to get hands on him. That's what these long-rangey, athletic, tackles want to do to these edge rushers. They want to get a nice shock on their shoulder pad with one of their arms, a nice long arm bar, similar to what you would see from a cornerback against a wide receiver in press coverage. What Roberson does well here is he uses his hands to knock down that initial punch, and as he knocks down that initial punch, he uses the momentum of his hands to dip his inside shoulder to get that leverage and get you know the low positioning on Ramchek to use his inside shoulder and dip around him with a straight path to Drew Brees and a nice finish for Roberson for his first career sack. That is how coverage and individual performance from an edge rusher can impact a quarterback and shut down even the best offenses. Play two is a critical situation in the game. The Saints are backed up in their own territory in a third and 10. The Titans are down by 10 in the fourth quarter and need to get the ball back to make this a game. The Saints come out in 11 personnel with With three wide receivers, one tight end and one back on the field, they have the tight end Josh Hill in a trips. They motion him into the formation to help get a chip on Roberson because he had been performing so well off the edge during the game. In play one, the Titans ran a disguised zone scheme. They went from a single high safety look and rolled into a cover two zone. Here, they go with classic man cover one. They'll have Imani Hooker deep safety covering anything deep. Kevin Byard playing the robber in the middle to take away any crossing routes and man everywhere else. Let's go ahead and look at the end zone view. The Titans come out in the same 50 front with all five offensive linemen covered. We'll see Roberson on the right edge across from Ramchek, just like we did last time. What you're going to see here from the Titans defensive line is what's referred to as a game often by head coach Mike Vrabel. Some will refer to it as a stunt, a twist, a loop, whatever you want to call it. What we'll see from the Titans is Jarrell Casey in the middle at nose tackle with Rashawn Evans next to him, next to Roberson. Casey and Evans will move towards their left and try to drag the offensive line with them. So what you'll see is Jarrell Casey essentially does a juke move on the center, fakes right, and then cuts left. At the same time, Rashawn Evans fires out left towards Ramchek. After the completion of his juke move, Jarrell Casey continues going left, which forces the guard clap to take him and stop helping Ramchek. At the same time, all three of those offensive linemen are occupied. Roberson sees his lane to loop around them all and create middle pressure on Drew Brees. This type of pressure will be needed if the Titans expect to make a playoff push in a Super Bowl run. They're currently 15th in sacks, 23rd in quarterback hits, and 23rd in overall pressures against opposing offenses. Hopefully, Roberson will be able to continue this stellar play going forward. That is going to do it for our tick tack Titans film breakdown. Thanks for hanging out with me while we break down a little bit of X's and O's. As I've mentioned, the entire season, the Titans' ability to manufacture pressure with just their front four and be able to drop seven into coverage is their easiest and most obvious weakness on defense. So hopefully Roberson can be a steal as the Titans have gotten numerous times on defense and help out that area of the team. We are going to jump into my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview and keeping it plus 100 to keep up on all the fantasy and gambling aspects of the Titans versus Texans game on Sunday. We will do that next. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well My Bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season and NBA, the start of college basketball season. It's time to get off the sideline and get in the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit half Way all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand dollars, you get an extra one thousand in free money to play with. Just use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code Locked On to take advantage of myBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit myBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. Let's jump into a conversation about the Titans' fantasy prospects going into the game against Houston. I don't want to spoil my prediction or how I think the game will unfold, which we will talk about on tomorrow's episode, but... I'm queuing up a lot of Titans this week. I think the Titans will do everything in their power to score as many times as possible. That includes going for fourth down quite a bit. The Titans don't want to put Greg Joseph in a situation to have to kick field goals with their season on the line, so I think they will be ultra aggressive on fourth down and in the red zone, going for touchdowns, going for first downs. I think even if they get any kind of lead, they will continue to... Push the gas pedal down as far as possible and make that lead as big as possible to remove any doubt that they would be the winner of that game. And there's the possibility that the Texans don't play some of their starters based on what happens in the Chiefs game at one. And if the Titans or the Texans put out their JV offense or their JV team for all intents and purposes, then the Titans' offense should have even more success than they typically would. And they had a pretty decent game in the first matchup against the Texans. So let's talk about where the Texans are at right now in terms of allowing fantasy points and where they sit in relation to the other teams in the NFL. Right now, they're giving up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 21.3 a week. They're giving up the 10th most to running backs, 20.3 a week. They're giving up the ninth most to wide receivers, 23.3 a week, the 15th most to tight ends at 8.6, and the 19th most to defenses at 6.8. So I'm going to start with the defense and just get this out of the way. I would only use the Titans defense as a streaming option or a daily fantasy option. If the Texans do rest Sean Watson, if the Titans get the Texans JV offense, I'm queuing up the Titans defense, no problem. But right now, that's not something that I'm going to be looking to do as the Titans defense is so banged up and has just not been very effective lately. Can't really trust them at this moment in time. So let's jump into a conversation about the position players here. Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. He's about the fifth most expensive quarterback on most daily fantasy sites, right around $6,800. but last time against the Texans he went for 279 passing yards and two touchdowns with one interception and ran in a touchdown as well so I would be queuing up Ryan Tannehill no questions asked this week as I do believe that he will have a better performance than that moving to running back Derrick Henry sat out last week it's reported that he's as healthy as he's been in a long time he had 86 yards against the Texans when he was really limited in week 15 I do believe he has a better game and finds a way to get into the end zone. I think he scores two touchdowns on Sunday against the Texans. I know that he is expensive at right around eight thousand eighty-one hundred dollars right in the top five, usually fourth most expensive running back, but I don't care. I'm going with a healthy rested Derrick Henry in this game. Same goes at wide receiver. A.J. Brown went for eight catches, his season high 114 yards and a touchdown against the Texans. He's about the 10th most expensive wide receiver right around $7,000, I would go ahead and queue him up as well. Johnu Smith, five catches for 60 yards against the Texans. He had 63 yards against the Saints and a touchdown. I'm queuing up Janu Smith who is still about the 12th, 13th most expensive tight end on the board in Daily Fantasy right around 4200. Now, this is something I don't typically do, but I want to mock a lineup for you guys in Daily Fantasy this week so you have an idea of how you could stack all of these Titans players together and still have a Competent lineup so let's start at quarterback Ryan Tannehill $6,800 out of my $50,000 budget not too many complaints for me right there going against you know someone who gives up a lot of points to the quarterback in the Texans defense, and Tannehill had success two weeks ago. So I'm rolling with Tannehill. Derrick Henry in the first running back spot at $8,100. Then Latavius Murray at $5,600 going up against the worst run defense in the league, especially in recent weeks in Carolina. I expect the Saints to try to pound the ball and protect their guys early on against the You know, Carolina team that's basically given up. Latavius Murray is a second running back here this week with the matchup against Carolina. I love that. A.J. Brown we talked about. Our second wide receiver Cooper Cup really starting to heat up a little bit. Only $6,800. He is the slot guy against Arizona so he should not see Patrick Peterson who would most likely go against Robert Woods on the outside. I like Cooper Cup this week against the Cardinals. Then in my last wide receiver spot, Golden Tate against the Eagles. The Eagles do have a acceptable pass defense. Their secondary is not fantastic. Golden Tate will be working in the slot and Daniel Jones will be back and healthy for the Giants. So I like Golden Tate as our third wide receiver, Johnu Smith at tight end, a good, cheap, efficient option. And then at flex, I like Naheem Hines going up against Jacksonville. The Colts should have to throw the ball a little bit. I don't expect them to absolutely roll against the Jags like they did against the Panthers last week at home. They are at Jacksonville. So I'm expecting Naheem Hines to get a lot of catches out of the backfield. As we typically see, Daily Fantasy is PPR most of the time, a point per reception. So I like Naheem Hines as a really good flex. So that's a pretty good lineup right there where you stack all your Titans together. I expect the Titans to get over 30 points again this week. So I would consider doing that. I've Only led you guys astray a few times, and I've hit quite a bit on my predictions in terms of daily fantasy options. So, hopefully, you guys can have a successful week 17 with the Titans and your daily fantasy options. Let's jump into keeping it plus 100. Right now, the Titans are three and a half point favorites. What was crazy is this line opened up right around five and a half points. So, initially, Vegas expected the Texans to rest their starters. Now, that's still up in the air, but with Bill O'Brien's comments about not expecting to rest all of his starters and expecting to go full go. Vegas is getting a little scared, so that line has come down to 3.5 here on Thursday. It may go back up if the Chiefs do win that game in the in the early window, because then the Texans have no reason whatsoever to try and win this game or risk the health of their players as they can't improve their seed above the fourth seed, so I would expect the line to move drastically right before the Titans-Texans game if that happens late in the second half of the Chiefs game, but... If the Texans do go with their Spoken plan of playing all their starters Then I would expect it maybe to come down a little Bit to right around three and if It does get to three I'm going to go ahead and take That three and a half guess what I'm Taking it too I think that the Titans are going To win this game they're going to come out and Score points and I don't think that the Texans Play their starters the whole entire time so I'll expound upon that a little bit more In our game preview tomorrow But as for the over under 45 and a half I'm taking the over on That if the Texans play their starters the First half, the first quarter, whatever, they should be able to score some points. Like I said, the Titans will go for it on fourth down. They'll go for it in the red zone. I think they'll be extra aggressive. Even if they get a decent lead, they'll continue to put the pedal to the metal like you would see in a college game, just to leave no doubt whatsoever. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Titans, laying the points on the road. Don't care. Titans, it's time to tighten up and make the playoffs. They are in a perfect spot for this team to do it, so hopefully we will see them accomplish that goal. That is going to do it for today's episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed getting some content here throughout the holidays, even if it's just two segments per show. As I mentioned, tomorrow's game preview show will be jam-packed with four segments, including two long segments where we talk to the hosts of Locked On Texans, John and Cody, about everything going into the playoffs and going into this matchup. So should be a really exciting show, and I can't wait to bring it to you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed today's Tic Tac Titans film breakdown where we stepped into the film room Talk some X's and O's, and of course, our gambling and fantasy conversation with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Preview and keeping it plus 100. I will be back with you guys tomorrow. As always, I'm your host, Tyler Roland, and this was Locked On Titans.